Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. And putting on your shoes nightmare at the airport. But now, there's an easier way new hands free Skechers slip ins. With new Skechers slip ins, you just step in and go without bending down or looking for a place to sit. Try new machine washable hands free Skechers slip ins. These caramel cold brew MMs are like MMs with a coffee shop vibe. Maybe too much of a coffee shop vibe. This next one is about the importance of friendship, so I'm gonna maintain eye contact while I sing it. Oh boy. You've seen the paintings. The Thanksgiving turkey being served at grandma's. The weathered farmer sending his baby-faced son off to college. Now be sure and write. The wise police officer sitting at the soda bar, talking a young boy out of running away from home. Where are you going, son? Norman Rockwell didn't create the best in us. He just inspired the best. Inspiration. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Morning, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting podcast today. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 6. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting uh, podcast for sure. I, I don't know if I got to say like morning. Uh, it's, it's a it's a habit because by the time you're probably going to be watching or listening to this podcast, it's probably going to be in the late afternoon. Um, yes, we are. Look, I, we're working out a lot of uh, scheduling uh, for our podcast uh yesterday if you guys seen it you've seen it amp up with klp we we had the cameras on we we were live we played some music and it was it was it was lit simone it was very very lit for that show as well so we're on uh not i I don't want to say a timing conflict but just timing uh scheduling is probably going to get rearranged nowadays since we're hitting to the fall season um typically during the summer I do the shows in the mornings because we'll have more time in the in, in the mornings for the summertime. But now that we're hitting fall and a lot of things are popping up for fall, uh, the podcast scheduling might be a little different. But it's okay because I'm still going to produce the, the podcast. You guys are still going to be able to listen and to really enjoy the show. So the timing doesn't really matter to me. It's about getting the content out there for you guys to enjoy the podcast enjoy what we got going on for sure now it is it's a wonderful tuesday it's august 22nd hopefully you guys are having a fantastic week so far i've got a big week coming up simone let me tell you i've got something coming up that i can't really announce quite just yet but i will very very soon hence why i just got the email we were talking about it before our cameras was rolling uh you know we're getting ready i'm finally going back to get my hair cut and getting shaved i know it's been a minute for my haircut you've guys been seeing me growing my hair out and you know it's curly i go out there and i get the conditioner and do uh do my thing there but it is time to look my 
very very handsome self and i'm very very excited for the haircut because this is not a sponsor but i'm gonna let you guys know in the next episode see how the haircut goes now i'm going to now typically i like to go to my uh it's this place called the studio um and it's a great haircut place it's very very nice but it used to be down the street where i used to stay now obviously we all know that i moved over the summer so i'm nowhere near that barbershop no more like i'm nowhere near it i have to drive typically almost about 30 minutes to go to that hair shop uh that barbershop to get a haircut now i'm trying out this new i want to say this is barely new it's called fadeologist now it's not a sponsor yet right because i gotta get the haircut i gotta see how they go and of course i'm going to give you guys a review on the next episode when i have gotten my haircut and i'll tell you guys how it is now this is a recommendation coming in from my brother because my brother said he used to go there a lot um so i'm gonna try them out and see i'm gonna try them out and see how they, they go um i like to try these these things and uh review them on the podcast for sure but try these things and doing it well so i'm going to go get my haircut tomorrow i'm excited I get very excited for a haircut because, you know, I never like to go. I never like to go to a, a barbershop and, and, you know, my hair is not always the greatest. Right, Simone? I'm not even going to say that. My hair is not always the greatest. My hairstyle is interesting. Uh, I've had orange hair. I've had curly hair. I had shaved hair. My hair is all over the place. Back then when I was a kid, I used to have dandruff. Very, very bad dandruff. And I used to feel so embarrassed because you can tell that back then, this was back then, uh, barbershops, when they cut in your hair, you see all the white stuff, the, the, the dandruff, and it, it's hard for him to cut, but then he's trying to remain professional, but in his mind, like, what the fuck is this? Do you not take care of your hair? You know, I, I, I used to feel that vibe from the barbershops. I used to really, really feel it. But nowadays, you know, when I'm cutting, is I have no dandruff or, or none because I started obviously to take care of shampoo and conditioner and moisturize and use some curl definition in, in my hair. So I take care of my hair. Um, so I know I'm not going to be embarrassed at, at this barbershop. Now, I do say to a lot of people who who get their hair cut, always make an appointment um i'm one of those people i think me and my all my friends that go and get their haircut we all talk about it i never like to go to a barbershop and sit there for three hours no i i have i have little patience for that i like to go get it in get the haircut done and that's it right it's a service i'm going in i'm coming right back out right i've had barbers that they want to have a good kind con- i've had conversations but i'm like in my mind like back in my mind say hey just, can you cut my hair i got somewhere else i need to be you know uh but some people like to make conversation right last time i had my hair cut and i'm gonna be honest last time i had my hair cut simone was when i was getting ready for new york and that was back in what february so back in february you know he's cutting my hair we're talking he's like hey so you got a special occasion i say well i'm actually going to new york for new york fashion week so i gotta look good and we're filming so we started talking about that we talked we started talking about new york and he asked me about what the film was about uh street style homecoming by the way go see it on prime video shameless plug there simone um so we started getting it in we started talking about it and it was good it was a very very good conversation but at the same time i'm like i need to go to the gym right one of the things i like to do is after a haircut of course wash my face off wash my wash the cut hair off me and sprucing up i like to go to the gym 
right? Because I, I feel I feel confident. You know, Kennedy coming into the gym, fresh cut, fresh shave, looking clean, ready for a workout. Um, yeah, it's it's coming down. So because we've got something coming up on Thursday, can't announce it yet. We've got something coming up on Sunday, can't announce it yet. But you guys definitely probably will see it on social media at some point. So we've got some good things coming out for sure. Simone, I see you. I know you're here. Uh, I just had to get that. I had to get my get get it off get it off me real quick. But Simone, how you doing? How's your weekend been? How's your week is going? What's going on? We're here. Here back for another exciting podcast, KLB Aftermath. Kennedy, I'm giving it. Blessed and highly favorite, honestly. My weekend was great. My weekend was kind of short. Uh, it was very, very short. This was one of the weekends that... This was one of the weekends I felt that I've had a lot to do. Um, during the summertime... And I'm not going to really miss it because it's, it's been hot. It's been like 100 degrees. My car has been hot um, for it to be warmed up. So I'm a little annoyed about that. But it has been, uh, it's been oh, a, a busy weekend. It's been one of those weekends where I either had to go um, in town, Atlanta, to do some business, do some media, or I've had to go take care of some personal things. So it's been kind of a busy, busy weekend. I've didn't have that much time to really relax and sleep like I normally would but I think I'm gonna be able to do that this coming weekend as you know the business never stops business never stops for us which is great I love it I love being busy but that's just how my weekend was it didn't get much much of that rest but it's okay because we're out here making this money for sure so week is going good you know I can't complain uh, we saw you on your amp up show. You went in on that show too. I've, I tuned in live, and it was, it was, it was an interesting show. And I kind of see your point about your your topic, what you talked about. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my ladies, my fellas, it's your girl Simone T. It's ready for another exciting podcast today. I'm excited about this one. I'm very very excited about this one because I saw the latest reviewing coming out for the movie Blue Beetle. Now, Blue Beetle is DC's next upcoming uh, movie that's out right now. And I saw it on our way to the studio today that it topped number one in the box office. And I always wanted to know, and I'm probably going to say this every time a new movie comes out, but when your movie hits number one in the box office, does it mean that you... I don't know, does it does it mean that you make a lot of money from it or you're the really the only newest movie out right now that's people are starting to watch and go see so your numbers fluctuate now I'm not hating right I'm not hating whatsoever but uh, it's interesting it's a very very interesting case for that for Blue Beetle um I don't think I'm going to go see this one particularly in theaters I will wait three months and then it will hit on uh, Max right because Max is part of DC so I will wait to go see this movie honestly but I I would see it right there's a lot of movies that I still have to see I still have to see Barbie I still have to see Oberheimer if there's we just haven't I haven't had time to go to movies but yeah uh, I always wondered that I always wondered what really makes you be at you know the number one spot like what what gets you there what really gets you there how do you achieve that goal and like I said I'm not hating on Blue Beetle, but a lot of people say they didn't like it, right? This this is this year, past couple years has been a weird two years when it comes to movies. When it comes to superhero movies, that is. I don't think I ever seen 
a good superhero movie in the last two years except for Wakanda Forever. Right, Wakanda Forever was a great one. But after that, all the other movies, superhero movies that is, I haven't been so interested in. Right? I haven't been so interested in any other movie except for Wakanda Forever. And that's kind of, I don't know, that's, I don't want to say that's sad, but I guess I'm ready for the next phase, especially for Marvel, I'm ready for that next phase because, you know, you got the X-Men 97, you got Fantastic Four, you've got the Avengers uh, coming back. So those are the movies that I'm uh, excited for, but I don't know what it is. It's, so, it's weird, Kennedy. It's such a weird wave right now that I feel like, in my opinion, that superhero movies are getting rushed, rushed out because they need to produce something out and then it's not that good so yeah that's that's it's, it's interesting to me i understand that too because it was a wakanda forever was good and the flash was okay i mean it wasn't oh my god the best movie of the year best superhero movie of the year by far but um yeah it that, it was okay right and i agree with you simone I, i'm ready for that next wave i'm ready for the next you know the next phase the next phase of the of the marvel movies so yeah check it out guys check out my amp show by the way simone mentioned it uh amp up with klp available on amp and we also uh produce the show for youtube spotify apple Podcasts. um can't even say stitcher no more because stitcher's going out of business but wherever you get your podcast from take a listen uh i talked about trying not to be a sellout so i I went hard on that because i was thinking about that this the whole last week i was thinking about that so um yeah check check that out we go in for that and check this out guys wednesday uh wednesdays (laughs) wendy's takes on taco bell with the new nacho and queso menu items i want to talk about this because when i was driving home last night and this was late i had a late night on monday so we were in the office and snn and of course amp up so you know we were i was in the office late yesterday so i'm driving home and this was around i want to say this was 10 30 so it was 10 30 at night very late at night i'm sleepy i'm ready for a shower to brush my teeth and hop my happy ass back in bed um so i'm passing through a lot of fast food restaurants that are open late like wendy's and mcdonald's and burger king and you know you really get to understand why people love these types of foods (coughs) excuse me because um i'm i'm going through and everybody that mcdonald's especially had a long line of people getting a late night snack now i'm seeing this wendy's uh queso uh uh, nacho and queso menu item you're not gonna catch me eating this shit i'm sorry i cannot eat this shit I haven't had McDonald's. Now, the last time I've had McDonald's. Now, I can eat McDonald's. I've eaten eaten McDonald's before. Um, I ate McDonald's in New York when, you know, we were getting ready to film and we, we got hungry. We need a snack. McDonald's was right there. And we were just trying to save our big budgets for the for dinner, right? So, we were like, oh, let's just hit McDonald's real quick. Get some fries. Get some nuggets. You know, I got to eat something. I'm hungry. Um, but that's rare. That's rare, rare, rare that I go out and eat McDonald's and Wendy's and Taco Bell. Now, Taco Bell, I ain't, I ain't shitting on Taco Bell now because Taco Bell is good. But I would prefer to get my own tacos. I would rather go to an authentic taco bar. With McDonald's, I'd rather go to Zaxby's. 
right or chipotle right those are the restaurants i like to eat zaxby's chipotle um chick-fil-a those are the type and even those are rare right every saturday i do this thing simone where uh, every saturday i go out and, and treat myself out to eat right because during the week I'm, I'm cooking right so if, if it's a one day at the week i can just treat myself go out and get something um from a restaurant so i don't have to cook yeah every saturday i'm doing that so anyway anywho you know this looks disgusting to me i'm sorry i'm looking at it here's a picture and this actually might be the thumbnail for the the, the podcast for sure because this looks like this looks like a stomachache. I'm sorry, Wendy's. I, this does look like a stomachache. And I guess I'm saying this right now because I've been, you know, I'm a gym rat. I'm a fitness guy. And when you're trying to lose weight, and I've lost tremendous amount of weight, uh, when you're trying to look good and stay fit, you, do, you don't eat stuff like this. Now, there's going to be one fast food joint where we can all satisfy our nacho cheese cravings. Now, this is coming from today.com. Uh, can exclusively report that Wendy's will be offering two new items, the loaded nacho cheese burger and uh, what's that? Queen, queen fries? Queso fries. Um, taking on the Tex-Mex inspired roots in the competition of Taco Bell. I'm reading the, the script and I forgot my glasses, so I cannot see a thing, guys. I'm sorry. Um my my first my first look at this this looks like a stomach ache this looks like you need a big bottle of pepto-bismol when you eat this who in their right mind gonna eat this shit uh, fat people really uh they're not i can't even say that because that was just fat shaving i'm sorry i can't say that but who gonna eat this i mean i get the loaded uh fries the the queso loaded cheese fries i get that but I guess I'm just look. I'm guess I'm just getting older, and I'm I'm more conscious about what I put in my body. Somebody's going to buy this, and pe- people are going to buy this, and Wendy's going to make some money from this. But you have to understand that this is high cholesterol, high calories, right? You're ooh, you're, I can only think about your colon if you eat this, right? And this is not a, a slam deformation on Wendy's, but come on. This and I want because this is gonna be cheap too. Like it's not gonna be what ten dollars. It's going to be about five dollars, right? Five dollar, five dollar meal right here. But I mean, honestly, I can do without the cheese on the fries. Um, I'm surprised they didn't even add bacon bits on the fries. Now, if they add bacon bits and cheese and fries, I mean, I've had something like that before. I've cooked something like that before. It's good back when I was a kid. But now I'm like, okay, I can't eat that. I need a salad. I can't. I can't digest this in my my system. You can only imagine if I bought this, gobbling this up for dinner, and then I'm in the bed and Monica looks over and like, Kennedy, are you farting in the bed? Because I smell you. Like, And I'm like, yeah, I need to go to the bathroom. And then I get the bubble guts. Right? Then you get the bubble guts and then you're shitting all night long. And I would say, Monica, hand me the Pepto-Bismol. I need the Pepto-Bismol. My stomach hurt. This is nasty, y'all. Um, I could do with all, with all this. Now, this is what they do they have this is the wendy's loaded uh, nacho sa- oh god so you have <laughs> Simone, Simone, look at this nasty shit here um so you've got <laughs> oh that's nasty uh so you got the bun the cheese the burger the tomatoes lettuce mustard looks like or some sort of sauce and fries now people eat this for real Ugh, <laughs> just ugh. That's all I can say on that. Ugh. 
Now, the queso fries, they look all right. I, I mean, I would. I could do without the cheese and the bacon bits on top. But I just like plain fries. Maybe just a hint of salt. Not too much of salt, but just a hint of salt. Now, yeah, guys, comment below. Will you guys buy this? I was going to read the script, but I got so disgusted. I can't even read this script. Um, but it's there. It's there. People are going to buy it. Now, uh, Wendy say that the new loaded nacho cheeseburger aims to deliver the unbreathable... <laughs> Oh, unbeatable. Okay, never mind. Like I say, guys, I don't have my glasses here in the studio. Uh, it's unbeatable. I thought it said unbreathable. Like, yeah, you won't be able to breathe after you eat this um, unbeatable experience of a fully loaded nacho uh, platter in every mouth-watering, unforgivable bite. Yeah. They also say the cheeseburger is never frozen. Uh, is never a frozen square beef patty topped with melty cheese roasted uh, poblano pepper queso spicy corn and tortilla strips and tantalizing spicy chipotle sauce lettuce tomatoes uh lettuce and tomatoes yeah you're gonna be shitting for days you, you miss you're mixing too many you're mixing too many spices uh too many spices too many cheeses uh and bun yeah you're gonna be shitting for days um yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put this in my body. Comment below. Will you eat this? Um, I, I I wouldn't eat this. I really would not eat this. Now, folks with a door a dash pass or so DoorDash uh, members program can get the loaded nacho cheeseburger and loaded nacho cheese sandwich, chicken sandwich, or queso fries for free with a minimum order of twenty dollars or more, excluding the taxes and fees, from August thirty first to September third or while supplies have last so again shout out to wendy's wendy's i'm not eating this nasty shit but uh yeah shout out to you business is business i understand it but that's yeah nah, not for me not for me um i rather go to i rather go to zaxby's and get the salad honestly that's what i would prefer so coming up next we've got of course we've got my main man tyrus tyrus is here to give us our hip-hop news for sure Tyrus, take it away, man. Gunplay, right, was arrested for allegedly, right, and it's this alleged, pointing rifle at wife holding their baby. Again, this is just alleged. I wasn't there. I don't know. Now, according to reports, Gunplay was actually arrested in Miami. They're saying he's now facing charges related to domestic violence, child abuse, and more. Now, allegedly, the 44-year-old's wife had asked him to be more quiet as he played his Xbox. Now, according... You know to the uh, police report in order to not disturb their daughter now according to his wife this led the rapper to point a rifle at her allegedly she was also holding their baby at the time making the offense more concerning to police officers now luckily you know um his wife and the child is safe she took to social media earlier to comment on a situation and here's what she said she put i just want everyone to know my daughter and i are safe my daughter's safety is my first priority. Unfortunately, Richard is back using and has developed a very bad drinking problem. I've tried everything in my power to help him and love him. This is a demon he has to overcome on his own. At this point, I really believe it's too late to summarize last night's event. I asked Richard to quiet down as he scared the baby sleeping by yelling, playing Call of Duty. He started going off for me and asking for asking to be quiet. I tried to collect a bag so my daughter and I can go to a room while he sobers up. He didn't want us to leave. 
and that's where things went left fast. He was arrested last night. The weapon is in police custody. I have restraining order. My daughter is in custody, in my custody, and I'm filing for divorce. He will never get the chance to disrespect us again. Thank you all for the well wishes and prayers. This is very traumatizing experience. Please keep me in your prayers. And you know what? I, I don't know his wife. And if he did what he did, it's wrong. I don't really like the soap. You know, the fact that it went to social media, but hey, that's, it is what it is, right? Um, these are tough, man. These are tough situations because nine times out of 10, she, he probably was the first call that she made, right? He probably called her and they probably want to reconcile things, but we never know what people are going through. And one thing about gunplay, if you know gunplay and we had him on the show, uh, I ain't going to say that I'm close friends with him, not like that, but we talked to him, had conversations on and off the show. And he'll tell you, he admitted that at a point in time, he had issues with drugs. He had issues with drugs. And, you know, when once you get on a particular drug, there's something called a relapse. You may be going through a tough time or whatever, and even alcohol. And, you know, you pick that up and you turn into that same monster again. And that's probably what she's speaking about without me being there, just looking at the message that she made. You know, um, he's, got, he's getting charged with a litany of charges. I mean... It's not looking good. It's not looking good for him, especially the fact that he was holding a baby. She was holding a baby, allegedly. Like, it, it, it just don't look good, man. But these type of things have a way of working themselves out. And if indeed, you know, this is true, he'll, I'll thought that worked this out. Now, I do want to give Gunplay's side of the story because I'm being told that he denied all allegations, you know. But it, it's sad, man, to see it because I know personally that, you know, he was cleaning himself up he cut the dreads off he was kind of moving into a different direction i thought his daughter's kind of symbolized that all right this ain't the same no more like i'm not the same old gunplay with the dreads that'll put a gun in your face i'm not that dude no more right I'm, I'm, I'm grown now i left the drugs alone i got me a wife i got a daughter i'm moving on to that aspect but sometimes we fall we fall down we get up and you got to get up man so this is tough. This is tough. I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie. This is tough. But I do feel like this will work itself out in the next few months. And they'll definitely, um, hopefully they can reconcile. I hope so too, T. I really do. Coming up next here on the KLP Aftermath, we've got my girl, Monica Gray. And she got news on technology news. Guys, check her out. The latest tech, oh, well, excuse me, the latest in tech news by KLP Entertainment. Check it out on any audio platform you get your, your podcast from. And also on our YouTube channel here at KLP Entertainment. Monica? Details on NVIDIA's next generation of GPUs, codenamed Blackwell, appear to have been leaked, raising the question of whether Team Green can pull off a better redemption than Shawshank. Let's hope the answer isn't Ziwatane, no. This is the Chip Hell forum post where leaker Panzerlide posted the numbers 2, 3, 5, 6, and 7. Before you think Panzerlide forgot how to count, Liverpool FC fan and hardware leaker Copite 7 Kimi elaborated that the upcoming Blackwell GPUs will be cut into five dies the GB202, 203, 5, 6, and 7. That naming is notable for two reasons. Lots of numbers today. 200 series usually represents dies that are respins, chips that are built again to be better. Also, there is no 4 variant, which is typically meant to be used for the best bang for the buck GPU. I guess that doesn't exist anymore. Until Nvidia decided to prank us by giving that designation to the die for the 4070 and 4070 Ti. 
Now, NVIDIA has replaced the X04 die designation with X05. Does the higher number here indicate lower performance as usual? Or did NVIDIA just want a chip that accurately referenced their favorite Mambo? Monica with the tech news. She do it well, too. Awesome. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, HR, HR, I'm just kidding. Um, so, thank you, Monica. Thank you for, for your awesomeness uh, that you do here on the show. Now, coming up next, James. James got that sports news. Guys, check out Sports Talks with James Myers. Tyrus Lester, of course, and Christina Collin. New episode coming this week. Don't miss out on it. Uh, James? Oh, Packer fans are going crazy. So last week I said, I mean, Jordan Love, this is preseason. So, you know, we all temper some of our expectations. Uh, You don't know that much. But last week I said, Jordan Love's been in this league now four years. He missed a wide open tight end underneath route badly. That's what coaches remember. That's like a real NFL throw. And so this week he was pretty good against the first team, New England defense. But a remember, a reminder, he has had 18 dropbacks in the NFL and no pressures. He has the best protection so far in the preseason because the Packers do O-line play, as I've been banging on for six years, really, really well. So I said last week, Jordan Love's got two tremendously beneficial assets, a smart young offensive coach and a great O-line. So he shouldn't flail. He should be fine. Looks a little bit like a game manager to me. But Mitch Trubisky made the playoffs in this same division. Yes, he did. When he had an offensive coach and decent protection. The year he made the playoffs, PFF, we checked this morning, had the Bears own line at 11th by the end of the year. So no young quarterback is going to have more time to throw, arguably, than Jordan Love and no young quarterback will have an offensive coach with a winning record of 71%, except Jordan Love. So last year, Aaron Rodgers, who wouldn't come to camp, had a choppy beginning and then got hot around Thanksgiving. My prediction has been months ago, Jordan will start pretty well because nobody has film on him. Offenses can be ahead of defenses in September. Nobody has film on him. Your, you know, offensive coaches, element of surprise, McVay, Shanahan, Andy Reid, Sean Payton, LaFleur. Defenses are guessing a lot on what you're doing with a young quarterback. But then I think if you go look at Green Bay's schedule, I think there's absolutely a moment, and it starts with Pittsburgh November 12th. The rest of the league will then have eight games of film on Jordan Love. Then you may have an injury or two on the offense. You go to Pittsburgh. Then you have to face both Detroit and Minnesota, not at home, on the road. Then the weather in Green Bay gets worse. I think last year's Aaron season, flip it. I think Jordan will be very competent early. I mean, they face some really average teams. New Orleans, Atlanta, Chicago, Vegas, Rams. There's a lot of chances to succeed early. Mark the Pittsburgh game down. Because then you look at the defenses they face at Pittsburgh, Chargers, uh, Giants, Tampa's front, Carolina, okay, Kansas City, top five in the league in sacks. So I think with Jordan Love, he should not flail. I think he's more game manager, but he made a nice throw up the right sideline. He's an easy thrower. He's got a nice arm, a lot of stuff in the toolbox. He's mobile. He's kind of an easy thrower. He's not a huge guy, but he, you know, he's got decent size. 
most of the stuff has been easy underneath throws. It's a very young offense, so you got to be patient. This is a very nice throw, very easy thrower, uh, nice play. Um, I, I, he should not flail. He may not win 12 games. He's big enough. He's athletic. He's an easy thrower. He's got an offensive coach. 18 dropbacks in the preseason. He hasn't faced a single pressure. So that's a huge... I mean, Trubisky made the playoffs in that division with the same advantage. Offensive coach, his best O-line. So take a deep breath. It's a winnable division. I don't see him winning. So they open up at Chicago, which now looks like a fantastic... Again, I think the pressure's more on Justin Fields in the opener because he's 5-20. and 20. This is now his team, fully his team for the second straight year. I don't think there's a ton of pressure on Jordan Love because we haven't seen him play. He's replacing a legend, but I would go to the Pittsburgh game. Then people are going to have eight games of film on him. Then the weather gets cold at home. Then he has to go to Minnesota and to Detroit. He doesn't get him at home like the first half. Then the season gets tougher. That's where I think we'll have a feeling somewhere about week 15, 16. We'll kind of know what we have here. He's looked very good, but it's not the real world to have 18 dropbacks and no pressures. As we've said before, Baker Mayfield on, on second and four with no pressure looked like a number one pick. On third and 11, and everybody knows you're throwing with a lot of pressure, he looks like a bust. So that's the difference. We'll watch. I can't wait. Chicago's a great opening test. You know, I, I would have said a year ago, Chicago Green Bay opener. I don't care. I can't wait for it. Like, to me, it feels like even more than Dallas Giants, I got to see the Justin Fields thing, and I got to see the Jordan Love thing. I'm fired up for that game. So Jimmy Garoppolo looked pretty sharp. First start since uh, way back when, when he got hurt. And... Uh, I have this weird feeling. So I, I, I understand the way it works in pro sports. If you don't win, you're a loser. You get fired. But even Belichick and Greg Popovich last couple of years have struggled to win. You need personnel. So the Raiders are a really interesting team. We don't love the ownership, uh, but they have a new front office, a new coach from New England uh, where they had a lot of success. Uh, here's the other things we've noticed in the preseason. They have the best backup quarterback in the league potentially and Aiden O'Connell I know I'm not to go not supposed to go hypey here that kid is a backup looks tremendous he's out of Purdue I think he was a three-year starter he's got a big arm nice player two-year starter nice player throws a great ball not gonna run around a lot that's not what he does confident nice arm accurate I think he's looked great so that's what we know we also know they've blown out the Rams in San Francisco so the energy has been great um, they're playing with a ton of focus and a ton of intensity in the preseason. So here's the question what we're all asking about the Raiders. Can Josh McDaniels coach? Well, here's, here's the issue. There's three boxes he checks, and they're important boxes. Belichick respected him enough to give him the offense for over a decade. That's a big box to check. Belichick doesn't just give the offense for long, sustained periods of time to a guy that he doesn't think is smart. So Belichick, for 10-plus years, said, you run the offense. We also know Brady loved him, absolutely loved him. Well, Brady had problems with coaches down in Tampa. He didn't have any problems with Josh McDaniels. We also know, and this matters, he's verbal. He obviously interviews well. The Colts have offered him a job. The Raiders offered him a job. Apparently, he goes into a room and he can sell himself. So, you know, now he got frustrated with Derek Carr. 
but I was told two weeks ago by somebody in that organization, a lot of people were getting frustrated with Derek Carr. You know, that he, he wasn't for everybody. So, I mean, Josh McDaniels is not a rigid old defensive coach. He's not one of these guys that struggles to communicate. There's a lot to like. Belichick absolutely trusted him. Brady loved him. He's verbal. He interviews well. We just don't know about this organization. There's two coaches in this league right now that I think are actually very good, but they're not winning. Uh, I think uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta, I think, is a pretty good coach. He's not winning. And then Josh McDaniels in Vegas, I think, is a pretty good coach. And he's not winning. But it should be noted, the Raiders' defense, since he's been there, has been awful. He didn't draft it, and he doesn't coach that side. At some point, you can't blame the offensive coach because the defense can't make stops. Now, Brandon Staley with the Chargers, as the Chargers' defense struggled, blame Brandon Staley because he's in those meeting rooms. He's a defensive coach. But I, I watch Atlanta, and I watch the Raiders, and the Raiders were like in four overtime games last year. They were competitive in a lot of games. And the other thing is, you have to be careful about who's a winner and who's not. Bill Parcells, big tuna, one of the smartest guys that's ever coached in this league, has won 57% of his games. He's a legend. 57%. Pete Carroll's won 59%. He's a legend. Kyle Shanahan, considered a genius offensively, has won 53% of his games. So it, it it's just easy to say win more games. Andy Reid got fired by Philadelphia and used to get bagged, I mean, just dragged all over the place because he wasn't good with clock management. Now he's considered the smartest coach in the league. Why? Because he wins more. So I, I, when Josh McDaniels got the job in Denver, he was only 33 years old. My guess is he was a kid. He wasn't ready. He was too cocky. Okay. He's not the first young person to get a job and he's not quite ready. The franchise has not been that capitalized, right? It had to move. Uh, the defense is a mess. They fired Gruden. They fired the GM. It's 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 even a five-star chef needs some produce to work with here. So I, you know, they've looked good in the preseason. Garoppolo, when he's upright, is good. They have excellent offensive weapons. They appear to, in the fourth round, have gotten a kid out of Purdue, two-year starter, Aiden O'Connell. Dude can play. Like, your backup now, he's free, and he can play. So I, and it's easy to say it's a tough division. Is it? Do we trust the Chargers? Do we know what Denver is? Good stuff. The Packers were going crazy. I saw the headlines too. By the way, Simona did. Ooh, Lord. So that's going to wrap it up here on our show here today, KLP Aftermath Season 6. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching the video version of this podcast. And if you're listening to the audio version, thank you guys so very much. Uh, KLP Aftermath Live on any of your favorite audio platforms, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast from, we're there. Take a listen. And all our other shows, SNN and the latest in tech news and sports talks, we've got all. Oh, and the Morning Unwrap show. Uh, we've got it all here at KLP Entertainment. So don't miss out on our content for sure. Uh, again, I want to thank everybody for staying tuned this, uh, I want to say morning, but it's more like the evening by the time you're listening to the show. Stay tuned this week. We've got more content coming out here from KLP Entertainment, and I want to say thank you guys for listening and taking a listen to us. KLP Aftermath in the morning. Uh, well, KLP Aftermath Season 6. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, Simone, Monica, James, T. It's been, it's been awesome. Thank you guys, as always. That's going to wrap it. 
It's been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. As always, I like to say, stay safe, stay swanky. Peace.